This episode was brought to you by William Mitchell Audio. William Mitchell Audio gave me this microphone before he left to go work on a reality TV show about antiques. I miss him very much. Go to www.williammitchellaudio.com. My guest today is Nancy Gorman. Nancy Gorman, releasing under the pseudonym Nova Halo, is a singer, songwriter, musician, amateur astronomer, independent pilot, casual cirque artist, and couturier. Composing from the maritime metropolis of Greenwich Borough, Southeast London, her music self-describes as experimental pop, incorporating shoegaze rock, power pop, electronic, multinational folk, dreamscape, chamber, and baroque. Nova Halo have released two singles from the upcoming mini-album Aerotropolis, the celestial operatic ballad Astroplane, followed by the upbeat ethereal pop-punk hymn Angel Eggs. The final single, Steel Halo, is due for release. Since mid-2017, Nova Halo have played shows and festivals throughout the UK, including both Northumberland and Dover's first ever LGBTQ pride protests. The live show features a revolving music collective of one to six musicians. And ooh, here's a quick clip of Nova Halo's new single that we'll be playing at the end of the podcast. What's up, Nancy? Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, are you in London? I am in London. Yeah, I'm in the outskirts of London. So we have a, we have a mutual friend that uh, that's that's how we met was through music, and that's how I first got in touch with you. And when we first started talking, you said something like the uh, the episode me and Dominic did about Nashville made you nostalgic for a place you haven't been yet, or something like that. And yeah. And that's a lot how I actually feel about London, uh, just because I just I've only seen it in uh, in movies and just in books and stuff. And but I like I feel like I know that city, obviously, but I've never been there. Hopefully, I'll be there someday. I guess my question is: uh, Are you from there originally? Is that where you're from? Yeah, I'm originally from Southeast London. Like my recent ancestors are Londoners, um, like the East End side. Um, I'm a Southeast Londoner. Um, been sort of Woolwich brawn and born and bred not brawn and bed <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool uh that's gonna come up later in the lightning round so I don't have, know how many episodes of this episode of this podcast you've heard but there's a lightning oh. round at the end of everyone and so oh, yeah. there's gonna be some London questions in there uh cool. it's also it's also a very special lightning round this one's completely unique and different from every other they're all unique but this one is 
extra unique. It's a whole brand new uh, take on it. And not to just keep jabbering, because I want to ask you questions, but I did want to say one more thing uh, before we get yeah. started. And that's that I wrote a significant portion of this interview while listening to your music on a loop. And, uh, and I definitely was in a trance for a while. So if any of my questions maybe like seem like they don't make sense or whatever, that's my excuse was that I was tranced out listening to your music. Cause I figured like that would help me get into the mind state for this interview. If I was just listening to your music over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> in that case, don't hold it against me. If my answers don't make any sense. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's if, if my questions don't make sense, then your answers don't have to make sense. <laughs> so it's totally fair. But uh, I want to say that like, your music and the imagery surrounding your music has a unique aesthetic, if that makes sense. Thank you. And, yeah. uh, and I personally don't exactly know how I would describe it. Uh, mm -hmm. But could you give a description of what inspires that aesthetic and what you're trying to create? Uh, I suppose this sounds really cliche at the moment, but... Um... I suppose uh, that sort of hypnagogic state, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but that sort of space you're in between waking state and in dreams. Um, so sort of not bound to like reality and all that stuff, um, sort of fantasy-esque. Um, I definitely see oh that, no. that was one of the words I would have used. Uh, it reminds me of like, yeah. uh, speaking of London too, like some of like the, like fantasy novels that I've read that were based in London. A lot of the oh. imagery of your music and like kind of reminds me of some of those books. It's really cool. Oh, cool. That uh, That's really cool. I love hearing um, like what other people, what it conjures in other people's minds. Cause I think for everyone, it's a little bit different and it's really nice to hear. Like for me, a big part of the imagery is um, like space and nebulas and stuff and angels and all that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's got like a, a sci-fi fantasy, uh, mix, which is like an awesome mix. But I do want to uh, just let everyone know too to just check out uh, to get an idea of what I'm saying, not just to listen to your music on Spotify, uh, Nova Halo, but also check out uh, your Instagram. That's a great place to see what I mean by the imagery. But I'm going to jump away from music for a little bit and we'll come back. And this one is uh, so in your bio, it says you're a Cirque artist. Yes. And, um... Oh, uh, and, and for some of my homies here in America, Cirque is French for circus, right? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, did I say something super ignorant? But uh, what does being a Cirque artist mean to you and uh, what do you do in that art form? So my speciality in Cirque is the aerial arts, um, more specifically the aerial hoop, or some people call it Lyra or Lyra. Um, oh, what can I say? Uh, to me, well, I don't know. When I was growing up, I felt like, you know, when you were in PE and you were, well, I don't know about you, but I definitely wasn't like one of the top PE people. Or um, do you call it PE your way? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Physical education? And, um, sorry? Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. And um, it was just like an hour of humiliation and things like that and I remember going to a circus and thinking cool I really like the look of that I want to give that a go and then when I left school and started working and had enough money I thought fuck 
can I swear? No. Yeah, you can say what the fuck you want on this podcast. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go and learn how to do it. And then it like built a confidence that, um, that I didn't have before and made me realize that I could do things. And um, uh, I'm scared of what I'm going to say. Like, it made me, I don't know. Uh, what is it? Say anything you want. And also, if, if you say something and you're like, oh, man, please make that go away, I will. I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. Like, um, oh, no, it just, it, it was very empowering an experience because you're sort of, I, at least for me, I felt like in PE, it was like, oh, you're a loser. You'll always be a loser because you can't. Um, there was like this really awful attitude that that was the story. If, like, and then it, and you can't change it. But actually, fitness and all that sort of thing, you can improve at any time. Anybody can get fit, you know. I'm just curious uh, what PE means in the UK. Like, do you guys just play soccer? Like, um, like oh, <laughs> all, kinds of, all kinds of things. So there's soccer, there's uh, netball, which is like a really awful female version of basketball where you can't possibly move with a ball at the same time. And um, oh. hockey, tennis, badminton dance but not proper dance gymnastic it really it depends on what school you went to but actually i think i've got a better question now that i've actually um, not question better answer um really what it means to me now now i've actually thought about it instead of thinking about all the insecure rubbish um sure. so when i was a kid i really like this program i think you guys have it in the u.s as well and it was called um sky dancers and um i i, I just thought it was so cool these people like dancing in the air and I thought, I really, really would love to do that. And obviously I can't do that unless I get a jetpack. But um, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. And this was like the closest way to sort of achieve that. And, this is um, like a Cirque du Soleil type thing where they, when, they are, when they're hanging from the ceiling and that kind of thing? Or? That's, yeah, that, that's what, um, that's what uh, we do. That's what we do. But in the program, sorry, I didn't even explain that. They're like, they're dancers who can dance in the sky. They've got like wings. And um, and I thought, oh, that's that's really. Oh, I, I feel like I'm sort of living out that fantasy. Yeah. In at, at, at um, my local place, they're called Aircraft Circus. Yeah. So I guess like, are you like on cables, like in like a Peter Pan play? Or? Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. So um, it depends on what you're doing. So um, I've not been on cables yet. I'd really like to use cables, but um. So in my speciality, I use the hoop and the hoop hangs from the ceiling and you've got a rigger who's like controlling the hoop. Oh, cool. If it's good. Yeah. Um, although you don't always, sometimes it's like tied, but during performances, usually there's a rigger because you like change the height and the position of the hoop. And um, you're, uh, I guess it depends on what art you're actually doing. But in my own performances, there's not been any cables. Um, but as far as like safety goes, there is like a mat underneath. <laughs> No, I've I've definitely seen. I have some uh, some friends over here that uh, I haven't seen it in person, but I've seen people post it on social media, and I know what you're talking <laughs> about. It's like it's like a hoop that's hanging from the ceiling, and then you're like in it, and you're it's like yeah, like you said, it's uh, sky dancing. It's like dancing yeah. your, uh, up in the air. Cool. Yeah. So all right, it's awesome. So that's what uh, that's like the main art form, like you like to do uh, in the in the Cirque Arts type thing. Yeah, I also like flying trapeze, but I've just not had a chance to do that quite as much. That would be awesome. I would. I want yeah. to try that so bad. As long as there was like a net. 
Yeah, there's a net. Um, actually, I've just remembered a really mad memory I have, actually. Um, so in 2017, I visited um, the Emerald City Arts Circus School in Seattle. And um, oh, cool. it, yeah, like one of my main cities really cool. here. Sorry. Oh, that's just like one of my main cities. Like, I, I go to Seattle every year. Oh, it's, it's so I really, really like it there. <laughs> as a visitor i don't know how it is to live but um it looked i really liked it i would definitely go back but um yeah i went to this school there it was my birthday so as a treat i did some flying trapeze and um i had this rigger and i didn't think anything of it at the time so a year later i carry on this tradition of doing flying trapeze on my birthday and i go down to do this flying trapeze um with a circus called the gorilla circus in hyde park in london and who is the rigger there? It was the same rigger as the guy in Seattle, one year to the day in another country oh, with awesome. me. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. That's synchronicity. It means that you're doing what yeah. you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> Would you consider what you're doing with uh, music and art and fashion and everything, is it all connected uh, as well? Is it all, if, can, are you trying to like coalesce this all into one maybe multimedia thing? Yeah, I think so. I think because my kind of taste and aesthetic leaks into all of them that they inevitably kind of come together and that a lot of my design work I um, use in my own shows. Um, so yeah, it wasn't really intentional like a planned out, I'm gonna do this and this and this, and they're all gonna be sort of following the same theme. But I guess just what I really like has just inevitably sort of melted into all of them. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, uh, I, I mean, I've seen some clips of some of your live shows. Uh, sadly, I have never seen you live myself yet. But, uh, <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah, hopefully. Especially if you yeah. come to a US tour. Or if I go on a Europe tour. Uh, but uh, is that like, uh, and also, I've I've seen some of uh, some of your fashion. Like, what were you saying? Like a lot of like what you wear, like your outfits on stage. Those are your design, right? Is yeah, that... I mean, not not everything, but um, a lot of it, and anything else, sort of like sourced from quite like-minded friends I grew up with that they've made for me. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Awesome. This is actually something I'm pretty fascinated by. I'm I'm not uh very well educated in it but it's still really cool uh you're an animator uh an amateur astronomer yeah and here's a, a, a question i guess is is this uh a purely scientific ever in astronomy or do you get into some of the more uh mystical uh aspects of astronomy and i guess by, well, by mystical i would mean like uh <clears throat> like how they how they use astronomy to create zodiac stuff and things like that right yeah so um i've always had an interest in astronomy and i've always also had a big interest in like the mythological aspect of it but um where i've gone to study i mean so technically i'm a stem student i think you guys say stem in america it's like a science technology uh engineering maths student um, so I had gone to study that at UCL and it is purely scientific and, you know, any kind of mixing it with, um, other stuff is sort of frowned upon, but 
you know, it's it's an in, it is an interest of mine, I dare say. Yeah. And um, the way that I view it is, they're two totally different sorts of different things. Like, astronomy is a science, and astrology is like an art. Yeah. And I enjoy both of them. Well, I was just really asking you, like, if you think any of the uh, any of the more like mystical stuff is cool, like, and I'll say like I do, like I think the zodiac stuff is cool. Uh, I like to like read my horoscope when I get a chance, or be like, oh, that was so Libra of me, or you know what I mean. And that's I guess what it is is like it's it's more fun and playful, but I guess but it's still based in science. I mean, they, it all comes from real astronomy. Like, well, I'm sure I mean, Galileo um, wasn't like I'm a Libra, you know, whatever. <laughs> And it's so, it's really fun, like all the different astrology memes we have now as well. Like it's such a laugh and real astrology is like really fun because you've got, I don't know like how much in depth you know, but you've got all the different houses and all the different, um, all the different, uh, you know, like there's more than just the sun sign, but, um, yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. And, and I, and it is actually whether you, um, subscribe to those ideas or not, um, I do use them as sort of inspiration because like all the different the signs and the planets all have their own sort of archetypal themes and I love all that stuff and I use that quite a bit in my work as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And it doesn't like and like I said, I'm not educated in this subject. So I'm, like some of these questions might be like really off base. But uh, like isn't a lot of that I'm gonna guess like that's like Greek mythology that makes a lot of this stuff. Is that right? Well, it's funny, actually. Um, yeah, because we've got Western astrology and we've got Eastern, and um, yeah. Indian astrology is like really complicated. And I've had like a little look at it for fun, but I just don't even—I can't get my head around any of it. But um, yeah, yeah, there was—I'm not totally sure of the origin. I think I think they um, like a lot of different nations had like their own versions. For instance. Um, the Native Americans had their own astrology as well. Yeah. Like the different signs. So I think, um, I'm not sure what the earliest one is, but it would be interesting to find out. Yeah. Okay. Well, so yeah, I guess that was like something I probably really should have thought of before I asked that, like that clearly different, uh, regions of the world are not all going to be like, Oh yeah, we're, we're going to pull this from the Greeks. Uh, I didn't really think of it either. So it was good to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, that's like that was actually eye-opening because I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess people that live in India probably are not like hella stoked on Greek mythology or whatever. Like, they might not be like where they uh, pull their signs from. Well, I don't know where we um, like for instance, we use the Libra, Leo, and all that stuff. I'm not actually sure of the or- origins, like which country came up with that. Uh, but I, I would, if I were to put money on it, I would guess Greek. <laughs> yeah. And I did know a little bit about the Native American stuff just because, like, I've been, um, like, my whole life I've uh, been interested in, in uh, Native American myths. And they mm-hmm. do uh, stuff with constellations, you know, where this constellation represents uh, or it's it's part of a story. Yeah. Oh, here's, a, here's a silly question, but you might have an answer. You might not. I have one for me. Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite constellation? Uh I think, oh yeah, oh yeah, no, I do. I, I love the Pleiades. I might oh, no, be saying that, that wrong. Some people say Pleiades. I think it's in Taurus. Ugh. But um, <laughs> I, I just love the shape and I love the mythology with it of the Seven Sisters. And um, 
the pictures we have of it, it they're like these beautiful twinkling blue lights and I, I that's my favorite what's yours oh before i tell you mine uh, what's the story of the pleiades is there like a story that goes with it um there's the seven sisters uh, let me see if i can i can't i'm, I'm not sure if i remember all of them there's maya electra Oh, damn, I don't know. <laughs> I just think it looks pretty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and also, Electra has to be a Greek name. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, my favorite one is, uh, so you know, like, Orion's Belt? Yeah. And, you know, if you're ever somewhere uh, really far outside of a city, and you can see the full constellation, and it's, I guess, is it called Orion the Hunter? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? It's a dude with a, it's a, dude with a bow and arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kneeling. And it's, like, actually really... If you're out in the woods on a clear night, mm-hmm. you can really see it, like especially mm-hmm. like at the beach or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just like it because it's like one of the ones where I feel like the it looks like what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, and they so rarely do. Yeah. Like at Christmas time, um, so I work, I get to work at the Royal Astronomical Society, and we had them awful games that you're forced to play, and one of them. Um, now astronomy is such a broad science like i'm often so disappointed in myself and i'm sure people who talk to me are disappointed as well because they'll ask me something and i'll be like i don't know (laughs) i don't know um so when i studied astronomy we didn't really do many constellations we did more like star formation planet formation how telescopes work and all this sort of thing so anyway in this game we had to identify some constellations and I didn't really know, so I just made them up like for a joke, like I called yeah. one the line or two the slag. Do you say <laughs> slag in America? Slag. Uh, I've heard it. Oh, that's oh, that's so funny. This is a <laughs> a, a preview of what's to come because that's going to be happening in the lightning round. But I still don't want to. I don't want to give it away just yet. Okay. I'm going to guess. Can I guess what slag means? Yeah. Slag means. Uh. Is like a gross, shitty person? I mean, some people would say, I mean, yeah, it's meant in a derogatory way, but the action itself of what a slag is isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it okay. is frowned upon. Yeah. Well, what is a slag? It's like a whore. Oh, I should have guessed that. I just, I knew that, like, well, it doesn't sound like a fun thing to be called. It sounds like a shitty, like, it sounds derogatory. So I thought, like, yeah. if you someone to slag, you're being like, uh, like, fuck you. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that's, I think maybe that would also be, uh, there's, a, like, it's like the word, like, slut in America. Yeah, it's based, it's slut. And uh, yeah. that's, and I totally see what you're saying, because, like, slut can be a derogatory term, and people uh, obviously use that in a way to try and be insulting. But yeah. it's also a word that's, one of those words that's been reclaimed a lot. Mm. And it's more and more and more like women can uh, take that word back and there's some, yeah. you know, that's so. That's I sounded cool. like, yeah, <laughs> I sounded like I was identifying as one, but personally I don't. Um, I mean, that's, what, I don't men. know. It's just one of those. It's uh, in my, you know, like in my opinion, like fuck all these puritanical people trying to tell other people what to do with their lives and their bodies. Yeah. yeah 100%. I, and it's also really funny in England. If you call a man a slag, I don't know what, it just sounds really funny. Like one time I was at a train station and there was this naughty little boy like kicking the wall or something. This angry old man turned around and he went, you slag. 
And it just yeah. seems so weird to call like a little boy a slag. Yeah, he shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> um, I'm going to start using the word slag all the time. <laughs> I tell you, at the end of this conversation, I'm going to have a whole bunch of new slang and I'm going to be throwing it around. I'm just in. <laughs> I'm going to maybe even try to like see if I can uh, really correctly impersonate your accent and just sure. nail it. We'll, just, we'll, we'll, we'll shoot for that at the end. Um, <laughs> I had a Scottish dude. Uh, so on the podcast right before you, I had oh. a guy from uh, Glasgow. Oh, yeah. And the funny thing was, so I talked to him for like an hour and obviously, you know, because we did the whole podcast. And when it was over, I couldn't help but doing a Scottish accent like just for the rest of the day, it just kept coming out of me because I was just, uh, especially because yeah. in the lightning round of that one, it was like us talking about different characters and actors that had attempted to do, to do a Scottish accent that weren't from there. And he rated wow. them on a scale of one to 10. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. It's time for an exciting announcement. I'm pleased to announce that I'm now qualified to read your horoscopes on the show. So without further ado, the first weekly edition of my views are my own, Astrology Corner. Good news, Pisces. The Dark Lord Cthulhu has awoken from his timeless slumber. The stars have aligned, and soon the city of Relay will rise to the surface to reunite the Master with the Fish People. What does this mean for you? Now is the time to work up the courage to tell that special crush how you feel. And don't forget to tell them that the Pisces are the chosen people who have been selected to survive the coming watery doom. As the dominion of man over earth wanes with the approaching new moon, be sure to check your coin purse for some exciting new surprises. Don't forget to stop and smell the roses as the elder gods reclaim their sovereignty over all that is known. You've earned it, Pisces. Now back to the interview. Here's another one. Uh, speaking of like differences between uh, America and London, I keep acting like London's its own country, but it kind of feels like it to be honest like yeah. london is so different to the rest of the country in fact i would if if i would really like to like sometimes when i'm really i mean i'm not a nationalist or patriot in any kind of way but sometimes um you know i'd rather say i'm a londoner than a brit or a i don't know yeah like people in london tend to be much more open minded and um people in the outskirts have like some really not everyone, obviously not everyone, but if you're in London, you tend to be a bit more progressive, in my opinion. So, yeah. I vibe with that uh, completely. Just, uh, I mean, obviously it's different because uh, the U.S. is so large and we you know, have these states. Uh, but I live in Nashville, which mm -hmm. is a, like a big, you know, pretty cool city in a state that's like very conservative and very uh, backward in a lot of ways. So when people ask me where I'm from, I never say what state I'm from. I only say what city I'm from, you know? Yeah. You know, it's funny where I am in Southeast London on the open mic scene, you get like a lot of guys bragging that they've been to Nashville and they all wear like a cowboy hat. And I just think of my friends in Nashville and none of them wear cowboy hats. And it's, it's so embarrassing. Like it's, it's, a, oh my God, I can even see on your face. But there's what? this one. Yeah. I think I'm, I may have, I may have met some of these guys because, uh, Oh, it's so, so I'm in, so sorry. I, uh, well, I I used to work in in our downtown area, which is a tourist area, which is where mm -hmm. all the country music, uh, all the honky tonks, and those bars are. I, I have since retired from uh, bar backing down in the tourist industry, but there was a long time mm -hmm. of that. Um, okay, I'm actually I'm not gonna just 
sit here and just keep uh this in america but i do have to do one more it's an, it's, a, it's an astronomy question and this is not yeah. it's not astrology this is but uh i want to say and I, you, if you don't have an opinion you don't have to have one because it's like the this is the next little part is it gets a little political but mm-hmm. what do you think about all these uh uh dipshit americans that are trying to say that the earth is flat oh you know um well i don't believe it <laughs> but don't worry because i mean obviously this is not a belief that's exclusive to americans we have them here people who think that and you know if they can provide sufficient evidence sure but i'm pretty sold on the earth being a sphere you know or like approximate sphere what do you think i believe the earth is a sphere (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad (laughs) one last also, we can we can move away from politics totally, but I do want to. I, I wrote this down, and this is probably one of the ones I think while I was zoning out listening to uh, Astral Plane. This just goes way off base, but you know what? I'm gonna ask it anyway. <laughs> yeah. But do you have any opinions at all about uh, what's going on with the rise of fascism in the U.S.? Well, I mean, of of course it goes without saying. I think it's terrible, but um, I feel like it's really hard to get a, and of course it's happening, I'm not denying that, it's hard to see really what is going on um, from wherever you are, because there is only, I don't, how can I really word this? Like, well, I think think it's terrible, but I know that, you know, I've been to America a few times and um, almost everyone I've met has been really, really nice. And I just think that I know that it's not a representation of all American people. So I think it is terrible, but I think I could be wrong, but hopefully it's a minority in comparison to everyone else. And it's just like a a certain bunch of people spread out, ruining it for everyone else. (laughs) Yeah, it's a, it's a very vocal minority. I gotta be honest though. This like, that is a really, uh, it's one of those questions or one of those things to bring up that really separates people. Cause you, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, things are just going crazy over here and, and it's, it's hard to even tell where anybody stands. Cause some people might be completely on your side with a certain issue and then completely just, it, the, that's the problem with uh, having a two party system is that you can't, you know, it's like you have one thing you, you super believe in and mm-hmm then you get lumped in with all these, you know, other people who are just like, uh, vile racists, <laughs> but it's yeah. like, you know, like your, but your one belief thing puts you in with them. All right. Uh-huh. You know Let's get super political. Are you a pilot? Um, I, I'm in, yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm training as one. I, I am a pilot, but I don't have a legal license yet. Oh, okay. So, yeah. What do yeah. you fly? I fly a little Cessna. Nice. Yeah, they're very cute. I would love to be able to fly all the mental military jets, but um, (laughs) I don't have that kind of facility, so let's see. I mean, not that I want to be part of the military. I just want, like, cool planes, but... (laughs) Yeah, hell yeah. I was in a Cessna (laughs) one time as a passenger, Mm -hmm. and... uh, I was, like, clutching the seat. I was, like, I was actually really scared. (laughs) Because uh, I've, I've only ever been in, like, you know, you know big-ass uh, 
commercial, commercial play. Ads. Yeah. So like being yeah. in a plane that small, I was like, holy shit. It's like you can really feel yeah. how, like that you're in the air. It feels like you're in a tin. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I felt like I was like I was in a big kite. Mm. <laughs> but like but I was like I was uh flying over uh, the Rocky Mountains in Colorado and I was just like Ooh. just every couple of seconds I'd look down and be like, yeah, I don't want to fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good that your, you know, um preservation instinct is working. I never I never there's no shame in any of that, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I'm mean, not I, saying, not assuming you have any shame, but just, I, oh. I don't think it's a bad thing. <laughs> I'm shameless. No, I, uh, <laughs> no, I have shame. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm the totally into adrenaline. It's just that, uh, man, those Cessnas scare the shit out of me. We got to talk about this. We cannot skip this. Yeah. Let's talk about fashion. You're a couturier? Yeah. So, well, I make, I make my own costumes. Um, I've always been interested in making clothes because, well, I mean, I've always been into, like I said before, like these sort of fantasy worlds. Like when I was growing up, I really loved the Final Fantasy series. And um, I don't know, like most, most day-to-day wear is really dull. And I, I wear that myself. Like I'm in a dirty jumper right now. But I just feel like it's a really, it's a, it's just, it's it's just really fun to dress up, and um, you know, feel special for no reason. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, uh, when I left school, I went to uh, Kensington and Chelsea College, which is really far from me, and like, oh, it just took ages to get there because I'm like from southeast London, and. Um, I learned a bit there about putting things together and um, I I didn't really carry on because fashion as an industry, I'm not into it at all. Like I hated it really. I just knew that I wanted to wear clothes I liked and make things that I couldn't find elsewhere. So um, I didn't carry on pursuing that. I went into sciences in later years, but um, part of... Uh, making costumes obviously involved doing a lot of um, self-taught stuff. Like for instance, scale mail, I think is a good example of that. And I learned to do that. And um, I just decided that I would make that service available to other people by opening a sort of shop. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. What I was gonna ask about that because the reason I found that was just from your email address. I was like, oh, well, what's, what is Astral Apparel? And that's how That I was an accident, actually. When I saw you invited it, um, the interview via that email, I was like, oops, I did it from the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I'm glad you did because that gave me the opportunity to see uh, some of what you do with fashion and all that. That's, and that's how uh, this question even came about because I didn't even know uh, that, like, that you were like that deeply uh, involved in uh and making like and creating your own costumes and all that stuff and it's all very cool and also i would definitely uh well you should you should say because i don't really know the answer to that uh for people that want to check out um what you create like where can they find like like what like your shop um, and stuff like that so you can visit www.astralapparel.co.uk or you can um find it on facebook it's under Astral Apparel Angel Armory, and it's got the same name on Instagram. I had to put Angel Armory on the end of it on Facebook because some bastard had already taken Astral Apparel, 
I came up with the name like 10 years ago. So <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. Yeah. You got to jump on those, uh, uh, yeah. trademarks because people will just snatch them. Hold up. It's time to reach into the mailbag. Every week on the show, we check the mailbag to see if anyone has written a message to the show. And then I read it out loud, but you'll never guess what Meryl Streep followed me on Instagram, but she misspelled her name. It says Merle Streep, but the picture is definitely her. Merle wrote, <clears throat> hello, handsome, but I wanted to know more. So I wrote back, hi, Merle. Do you know my favorite actor, Bard Pitt? Also, how many golden globs do you have? I can't wait to see what Merle says next. Be sure to tune in the next episode to find out. Now back to the interview. So let's get into music. Uh, like I said, I wrote a good bit of this interview while listening to your music on loop. And like I said about uh, listening to Angel Egg, that being uh, hyping me up and Astral Plane kind of spacing me out. So I guess my first question is, uh, what is Angel Eggs about? Angel Eggs is about turning away from negative situations or things that you can't control um, and doing the things that you love and um, looking after the things that you can look after. So your angel eggs, angel eggs <laughs> are like your gifts and services to the world. So angel like, um, like good, an egg like your creation and something you need to look after. So that's what angel eggs is about really. Okay, cool. And I love that song by the way, that's, that's a kick ass. Thank you. <laughs> uh, just out of curiosity, uh, are we gonna get to see a music video to that ever? Yeah, there, there will be. Um, I'm hoping before Christmas. Oh, cool. So yeah. it's, like, it's on the, it's coming up. It's on the radar. It so. is coming up. Yeah, there is footage. We're just cutting it up and there's a little bit more left to do. So oh, it's awesome. definitely going to happen. <laughs> so you're almost, you're almost to the editing process even. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, then also, uh, what is Astral Plane about? Astral Plane is about... Um, when you uh, don't see anyone in day-to-day -day life anymore, whether because they've gone somewhere far away, you're not in contact for whatever reason, they could be dead, and, but you, um, you see them like in your dreams. And um, it's just that, uh, that sort of, um, it's a song about yearning really, and okay. kind of trying to uh, sort of console yourself, I guess, but just, Ultimately, the song is about coming together with people that you miss, or, or not, not even people, animals, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I've actually had that experience uh, where someone that has passed away comes mm -hmm. into your dreams. And I've had mm -hmm. it ha happen several times with several different people that have passed away in my life, where I've had yeah. a dream and then it seems real as day that they're there we're doing whatever we're doing in the dream. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, I can't believe that. Cause you know, they're not here anymore. It's so crazy. So I don't know if I've I was... got goosebumps just listening to it and you've not even given any details. It's a, it's a phenomena that can't be denied. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and, and I know that I'm not the only person that experiences that cause I've talked to a lot of people and I'll, I've had a lot of friends too. Like I, I've been fortunate not to have just, you know, haven't had an enormous number of friends die, but I've had friends die and ha felt like that uh, very soon after they passed away, uh, I'd have a dream with them in it. And it was almost like they were coming to say goodbye. And then mm. other people would have experienced the same thing. And uh, there's a guy that uh, in, in, the, in the podcast episode that me and Dominic were on, the one that you heard, our, our mutual yeah. friend, uh, 
uh, we had a friend pass away and we both experienced uh, him like coming to uh, kind of say a final farewell in the dream. It was very, very, uh, just seemed, it seemed very real, but you know, I don't, yeah, I don't want to get like uh, super juju about it or whatever, but. Well, it's, you know. it's very interesting. Um, I guess uh, we are getting dangerously close to the lightning round. But before we get there, I do have to ask you, uh, what's coming next with uh, Nova Halo? And I said this before, but I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, we're playing a brand new song at the end of this podcast, one I haven't even heard yet. I think you just released it. It's called Steel Halo. Yeah. Um, but can you just give me maybe just w what else is going on? Like we got some, like any kind of tours, music videos, new songs. Yeah, um, we have a couple, of, a couple of music videos coming out. So there's going to be a sort of burst before Christmas time of like a few of them. I don't know if it's wise to put out so many at a similar time, but it's all been such a long time coming. And if the song is already out, might as well do it. Yeah. And um, uh, in terms of gigs, I did have a lot. But obviously, the pandemic sort of occurred. I am doing some socially distanced, distanced gigs in September. Um, let me see. Uh, so in December, Aerotropolis is coming out and followed by that, I have a sort of goal uh, to put out a single a month and I've already got a lot of them nearly finished. So I think I'm going to achieve that. So That's yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> and then they'll all be collected on Aerotropolis at once? Um, some of them and then it will just be like a new chapter. Okay, cool. Yeah, I love what's going on with music right now because uh, I know that I think in the 1950s, this is how it was where singles were more popular than albums. Mm. And that's a thing that's kind of going on right now too. And it's cool. Like it's, yeah. it's I'm enjoying kind of, it. Yeah, but, but the album has kind of died for a lot of people, but there's still a lot of people who are interested in that. And um, yeah, so I've had to think about how I release things. Yeah. I'm into both. I, I definitely, there's uh, albums come out and I listen to the entire thing and I enjoy the entire thing. And a lot of people uh, release mostly singles. And I yeah. enjoy that as well. So you really can't do it wrong. Yeah, um, no. All right, Nancy, are you ready for the lightning round? I'm ready. Okay. This is, so this one is completely different because in this one, you ask me questions as well. So normally all I do is I just, it's like the most typical thing I do is I have people rate things on a scale from one to 10 that has something to do with what they do. Mm. And it's also lightning round too. So you have to go really, really fast. So okay. just got reactions. It doesn't matter ah. who wins. But it's almost a competition between you and me. This is going to okay. be London slang versus English, or not English, you know, uh, US, yeah, yeah. US American slang. Uh, yeah. And so, like, you'll say, like, a, and I know one of the things I love so much about London is you guys have so much slang and it's so good. It's like, it's like, it's like poetic. Like, London slang is like poetic slang in a lot of ways. Uh, I said, well, I'm going to say one stupid thing and then we'll just move on. But I was watching, that new Guy Ritchie movie. And mm -hmm. uh, I love how like, uh, and I don't know, if, like, I don't know how much of this is just him making shit up or if it, like people <laughs> really talk like that, but like they, instead of calling dudes uh, gangsters, he calls them proper naughty boys. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, they're like talking about like this, like mob bosses. And he's like, he's like, he's a proper naughty boy. And I was like, it's so funny that that's considered like hardcore. <laughs> All right, here's how the lightning round is going to go. Here's the game. We each get to say seven slang words or terms from our respective country. 
and the person has to guess what it means. And we'll okay. just go back and forth. So I'll do one and then you do one. Uh, and you're the guest, so you go first. Okay, wait, um, there might be some crossover though, right? Like, I think- I'm sure, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that like a lot of the stuff, like, cause you know, like uh, hip hop's big in uh, London. And so you have like, I, I wasn't gonna just, at first I was like gonna pull some, just all the stuff from rap, but I'm like, you've heard it all. So well, I've, I've got a couple in here that I think are, are tricky. I got a couple I think are real easy. Uh, okay. And this is also not fair because I, this morning I had time to think up mine and you're having to do yours on the spot. So I have a okay. little bit of an edge. All right, then I'll give you one. Okay. My first one is melt. And I mean, you could say melt, but my accent, I'll say melt. 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 Yeah. <laughs> melt. Uh, <laughs> shit. I wish I had said we we could say you use it in a sentence, but that's not that's not fair. That kind of ruins it. All right, melt means that you really like something. Um, not in this context. I'm ah. <laughs> oh. Okay, what what does melt mean? So it's like calling someone spineless, like cowardly and worm-like, oh, like you sick. melt. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to call some punk ass a melt. <laughs> but i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it like you said it uh, melt 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 right. oh, there we go i don't melt. really pronounce the t but yeah melt oh, melt oh i, I got it yeah with a little w in it melt all yeah, right yeah here's mine this is actually one of my favorite ones and this has only yeah. been around for a couple of years uh crispy boys boys typically spelled b-o-i-s if you write if you write it out um is it like boys you need a wash no <laughs> crispy <laughs> boys uh originally i think it was just bud light but now it just means beer so crispy boys is just oh. a term for beer and oh, i just wow. started calling beers crispy boys like after a while like, i think it came from I'm like crisp cold yeah of, I, oh, I was thinking like bacony and <laughs> no, i just, just want to crack open a nice crispy boy <laughs> huh. all right your turn all right um ah uh, i'm gonna um breader Oh, you got to repeat that. Breader. I'm <laughs> saying it so posh. <laughs> breader. <laughs> like, okay, let me say this like in, in my accent. Are you saying breader? <laughs> I think you would be like breader. <laughs> I don't know. Breader. Yeah. Someone that makes a bunch of money. Um, it's actually like bro, bro, <sighs> like. Damn. Yeah. Damn, we're getting our asses kicked. <laughs> uh. All right, here's here's my next one. You probably know this one, but you might not. Uh, no cap. Ooh, oh. Is it like oh, I'm I'm not going to get this. No cap. Um like to be lawless? I don't know. It means to not to not lie. No lie. Oh, oh yeah, no, I don't know that. This is really interesting. All right, so we're like we're o for o. All right, your turn. Um, fam, you're gonna you're gonna know that. Fam, yeah. Your homies. Yeah, Your yeah. People. Oh, I got a pull. I got a pull. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I really hope I get one now. I don't care if I lose, but I re I need one. <laughs> I think you're gonna get this one. Uh, Stan. Is it like a stalker? Oh no! Like I stan you, like yeah. to be for something. Yes. We yeah. both got one. 
Yeah. It it's totally can be stalker. It can just be supporter. It can just be fan. So you, yeah, you nailed that one. You nailed the shit. We both got one. That's awesome. All right, your yeah. turn. Uh, damn. Um, um, allow yourself. It's not, not really a word, more of a kind of phrase. Oh yeah. I've got some phrases in here too. Uh, allow yourself. Does it mean like to, uh, like be free? Like it kind be of be yourself. It's more, it's more derogatory. Like if somebody said something kind of out of line or embarrassing, you'd be like, Oh, allow yourself like sharp. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like you need a time out to think about what you've said. <laughs> all right. I'm going to nail someone with that later in life. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. You might get this one, but you might not because I know you guys drink a lot of this over in uh, London tea. Mm -hmm. Tea. Oh, uh, you, Oh, you guys have, Oh, I don't know what, what you, Oh, tea. Um, I could do it as, as a phrase too. It might help uh, spilling tea. Ah. Uh truth i don't know uh, that you know that's close it means uh, gossip but tea can be truth oh like so, spill the tea like, like spilling the tea is like yo what, like, like, what, it. like it's slang for like what's what happened and you know hit me with the oh it's okay i, I don't need that point but i like to, i'm glad i learned <laughs> well i feel like some listeners might be at home being mad at me and, and be like why didn't you give the point for that uh, <laughs> all right your turn <laughs> okay um duck out to duck, duck out. out leave yeah to yeah leave? all right yeah, cool yeah. i'm gonna like, take that yeah. point i'm gonna give you that point for t we're two for two okay <laughs> so uh here we go flex uh like show off you got it that's the point yeah. Hit me. cool um uh waste cadet waste cadet yeah oh my god uh a drug addict uh not specifically <laughs> <laughs> a drug user it's, um not 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 particularly could Aww. be but, um a waste cadet is basically just a loser it's a it's just a diss like oh okay like yeah okay so we're on, we're on two to three all right next one up uh throwing shade um to disrespect that's sort exactly of. the word i was gonna use too damn ah. my ass was that four to two all right your turn uh, um butters buggers butters sort of like the south park character oh butters is it like a like a dumbass not quite <laughs> well actually no it's not to do with intellect okay <laughs> is this like is a, a bumbling buffoon that's smart <laughs> no um should i tell you what it is yeah you should tell me i, I already lost like i already guessed it is, it, it's like ugly it's not nice oh it's amazing i know a lot it's, of these yeah, are it's horrible <laughs> it's not All nice right. i don't use it here's here's the very last one uh and so you're ahead of me you're already you're gonna win no matter what but i'm just i'm gonna give you an opportunity to get another solid point on me and this one is thirsty thirsty oh it's like well in england when we say um if man's thirsty it's like they're begging for um sex or like they need something like they really want something and it's kind of pathetic that like, is exactly how we mean it here 
Man's too thirsty. <laughs> All right, how many did you get? You got, you got, you got Stan. You got T. You got Flex. You got Throwing Shade. You got th- you got five. Wow. And- All right. Well, Nancy, I gotta say, it was a pleasure have you on the show, and you won the lightning round. Yay! Thank you so much. <laughs> thank uh, you so much. Uh, before you go real quick, can you just tell everybody like everywhere to check out your stuff? Like everywhere they can go. Yeah. So you can find my stuff on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, SoundCloud. Just type in Nova Halo or visit www.novahalo.co.uk. And um, yeah, thank you very, very much. Oh, and YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to let everyone know I'm playing us out with uh, Steel Halo. And once again, Nancy, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Doug. Thanks for listening to My Views Are My Own. Don't forget to subscribe or share it with a friend or write a nice review if you feel like writing a nice review. Now for the world premiere of Nova Halo's new single, Steel Halo.